This is Molly Hemingway of The Federalist. Join me, my husband Mark of Real Clear Investigations, Kyle Mann of the Babylon Bee, San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordelioni, Lutheran Church Missouri Synod President Matt Harrison, and others for the 2023 Making the Case Conference, Friday, June 16th, and Saturday, June 17th at Concordia University, Chicago. Learn more at issuesetc.org. Making the Case, June 16th and 17th in Chicago. Issuesetc.org. A big part of our calling as parents, we know as Christians, is to sacrifice for our children. That sacrifice is, well, in some cases, lifelong, but especially when they are young. And when we are basically in charge of what they're going to be learning and understanding that will lay the foundation for the rest of their life. So how does Christian education fit into that parental sacrifice? Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Joining us to discuss parental sacrifice in Christian education, Dr. Adam Kuntz. He's associate pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Denver, author of a column for the Lutheran Witness titled A Sacrifice for Our Children. Adam, welcome back. Hey, it's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Talk about sacrifice as a natural part of being a parent in general. Sacrifice is part of being a parent generally simply because it is in the nature of our God who has set up fatherhood and motherhood to be the greatest earthly blessing that we can really experience. And that fatherhood and that motherhood are therefore shaped in the way that our God's own relationship to his children on earth is shaped. It's defined by his sacrifice. That's why the parable of the prodigal son lies so much at the heart of what the gospel means and also how we understand it works, that the father is so eager to see the son that he runs out of the house to bring him back home. Fatherhood and motherhood are shaped that way simply because it is in our God's nature to behave in this loving, sacrificial way in Christ toward his children on earth. I think that people recognize that almost without knowing the gospel, perhaps, that they understand that something has radically changed when they become parents. It's why it's also, particularly for people who were raised in the church, an inflection point in their lives, that they will often begin to come back into the church or to drift back periodically at least, because they understand that something radically significant has occurred in the birth, especially of their first child. So sacrifice is something that you're just going to find at the heart of the family because it is at the heart of how God has set up the family to be. Why should we think about our children's education in terms of the sacrifices that we make for them? We always think about education in terms of sacrifice because it costs something. The question is never, are you going to pay a cost for your child's education, not even if you send them to public school and somehow they avoid all of the activities that require fundraisers. Sacrifice is going to be required because there's some kind of cost laid down today that's going to be somehow for tomorrow, even if you just intend your child to make a lot of money someday or something like that. When we think about cost, you're going to notice that the Bible talks about sin and our debt to God in those ways, and then especially in Matthew's gospel as God paying those debts. 
God laying himself down, giving his holy, precious, or costly blood in First Peter for those debts. We have to understand that if he has set up the family to be a place of sacrifice, then really the only question is which costs are actually worth bearing? And the cost of education, I'm not just talking in terms of money, but I am talking about money too. But I think especially time is also a cost and is certainly more precious than money in so many ways. When we think about education, we're bearing a cost for the kind of human being, the kind of person, whether believing or unbelieving, we hope successful or materially unsuccessful, whatever the idea might be, we are trying to bear some cost so that our child may become a certain kind of human being. What I said in the column and what I'll say again today is simply that when we are asking for a Lutheran education, we're simply asking to have our children with us in heaven someday, that we're setting at the forefront of the costs we're bearing the goal of their being with us in the life everlasting. And when you think about that, relative to all the other kinds of costs you can bear, it's really easy to prioritize. You say that this kind of sacrifice is difficult, but not a heavy burden. What do you mean by that? Yeah, difficult because it entails doing things that you wouldn't otherwise have to do, bearing things you wouldn't otherwise have to bear. So if I want a Lutheran education, even if I homeschool like we do, I'm going to have to sacrifice time and money that I wouldn't if I sent them to be educated by other people at the cost of property taxes or however the public school system is funded, the various ways that it's funded where you are. When I think about that, that's difficult. Maybe I have to work a little extra. Maybe I have to take a lot more time than I otherwise would. Those are difficult in the sense of being obstacles to be cleared. They are not heavy burdens in the sense that when I am doing things that God has made me to do, like instruct my children in the word of God or teach them things they need to know for life, it really is its own reward. I mean, it's, it's almost embarrassing how easy it is, not in the sense that everything I get right away or my child understands algebra right away, but that I am doing something that I know right then and there is worthwhile. And when you can shape your life around things that you know from scripture are right then and there and for the life everlasting worthwhile, they are not heavy burdens. I think any pastor could tell you that in the work that he does. Likewise, any parent who is shaping his life around his child's knowledge of the gospel and of the word of God for eternal goals can tell you, yeah, this is difficult. I have to do all kinds of things. At the time, I'm like, I don't think I can do this. But it is not a heavy burden in the sense that the joy that I get from the work that I do or the sacrifices I'm making is almost in this life <laughs> such a great reward, let alone in the life to come. Talk about the specific difficulties of properly educating our children in God's Word. Specific difficulties would include all kinds of things, one of which is, I think, a really basic choice about the medium of education. So one big difference, I would hope, is that Lutherans would understand as we do with the physical nature of, of the preaching of God's word and the divine service and the physical nature of the holy sacraments, particularly of holy communion, we would also understand that people are built by God, made that way, to learn certain things. So I want to prioritize 
one-to-one instruction. I want to prioritize reading and writing over electronic media because they're going to shape the child and his learning in ways that are not going to be productive. I especially want to give him, and this is a difficulty for some, not everybody has to memorize as much as everyone else, but that memorization, particularly of the scriptures, of the small catechism, of hymnody, these are things that we're going to have to focus on and learn how to do. Memorization, even for people who have good memories, let's say naturally, is a skill to be learned. It's a muscle to be strengthened through practice. So I want to make sure that I'm giving what I'm giving him in the right media, specifically face-to-face as well as pen and ink. I also want to make sure that he clears the hurdle of learning to memorize things. And I want to make sure that what is going on is connected to his life as a Christian. Because even if my kid is really great at math and he doesn't want to be a pastor and whatever else, so we say, hey, you want to be an aerospace engineer. That's fantastic. Whether he's an aerospace engineer or a truck driver or a pastor, whatever he is, I want him to be a faithful Christian. So I want to make sure that his life is connected to the life of the church. And we do that in all kinds of ways. We have our kids help to clean the church here. We have our kids sit with older members who maybe don't have family in town or have lost their spouses. All kinds of different small ways that you can help your child learn that his life is to be lived for God's people, for the love of his neighbor and especially of those of the household of faith, and that no matter what he does, that his life needs to be connected to that household of faith. This is a specific difficulty everybody's going to face. So there have been people that they sent their kids through 13 years of public school. I'm still going to ask them when they're getting ready to go to college, do you have a good congregation to go to when you're at that college? Because that's the goal of everything. (laughs) It's not a certain amount of income or something like that. That's the goal of everything. And the difficulties we're going to face are going to be faced for the sake of that goal of the child being a faithful Christian his whole life long. We're discussing parental sacrifice and Christian education with Dr. Adam Kuntz. On the other side, what kind of encouragement is there for parents who are making this kind of sacrifice? Hey everyone, I'm so excited to come out to the 2023 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference, it's going to be a blast. Kyle Mann of the Babylon Bee. I'm going to be giving a presentation called Making the Case Against Cancel Culture, where I talk about how we write comedy and how Christians need to use art and writing and all of that wonderful stuff to fight against cancel culture and how we have to take a bold stand for the truth using the creative talents that God has given us. It's going to be a great time and I'm so excited to come out and see everybody, meet everybody, and uh, and talk a little bit about how we write satire and use that to communicate God's truth. You can meet and hear Kyle Mann of the Babylon Bee at the 2023 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference, Friday, June 16th and Saturday, June 17th at Concordia University, Chicago. Learn more at issuesetc.org or by giving us a call 618-223-8385. Making the Case, June 16th and 17th in River Forest, Illinois. Educating a new generation of Lutherans, you're listening to Issues Etc. Issues Etc. listeners are needed to vote for president of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Every LCMS congregation has the right to vote through a pastoral 
and a lay voter to voters per congregation or parish. Voter registration must be completed by midnight central on March 19th of 2023. Request to be a voter at your congregation for president of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Learn more at issuesetc.org 2023 nominations. Making Disciples for Life. Across the nation, students are back in school in over 1,800 schools serving children in early childhood through high school. Students are thriving in programs of excellence in a safe, caring Christian environment taught by dedicated teachers. To find a school in your community, visit lcms.org schools. Connect today for information about a Lutheran school for the children in your family at lcms.org schools. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. We're talking about parental sacrifice and Christian education. Dr. Adam Kuntz is our guest. He's author of a column for The Lutheran Witness titled A Sacrifice for Our Children. Folks, in a little more than five weeks, the 2023 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference is already half full. The premier conference for Christian laity is Friday, June 16th and Saturday, June 17th at Concordia University, Chicago. Early bird registration, that fee is $140, and it includes three meals. On-campus dorm options are available. This year's speaking lineup includes Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate President Matt Harrison, Kyle Mann of the Babylon Bee, Pastor Peter Bender of the Concordia Catechetical Academy, journalists Mark and Molly Hemingway, and Pastor Will Whedon of The Word of the Lord Endures Forever. For more information, visit issuesetc.org or give us a call, 618-223-8385, Making the Case, June 16th and 17th in River Forest, Illinois. Adam, what kind of encouragement is there for parents who are making this kind of sacrifice to educate their children? Oh, there's all kinds of encouragement. If you look at the scriptures, you could think about the different stories like Hannah and Samuel, the child you've prayed for, and the fact that he was given by God and belongs to God. So you want to treat him as a trust, as a gift to be stewarded, not someone to be shaped for your own ends or your own purposes, but for God's. But I think it might be most encouraging to understand that your child's fate is in his heavenly father's hands. And all we're doing when we're saying that Lutheran education matters in teaching your child, the Bible matters in teaching him that God's wisdom is at the heart of all wisdom and his whole education should be shaped around that in a Lutheran school or a homeschool. All we're really saying is that you acknowledge the truth that this child and his eternal soul belong to God and not to you. And that all of that education is shaped so that he can always know who he is for the sake of Jesus Christ in the sight of God. That's all. And what that means is that your life is then shaped around things that you know from the scriptures matter to God. So unlike lots of other things that we devote ourselves to or devote our lives to that come and go and for a while we think they matter and then they don't, when I'm educating my child according to the word of God, then I'm doing something that I know matters now. This is what God wants me to do as a father or a mother. But I also know that what I'm giving my child matters forever. Like, so throughout his life, when I'm no longer here, 
and he has grandchildren of his own, what I've taught him will matter. That's great because I'm going to teach him technological stuff that will be obsolete in five years. And then he'll be smarter than I am. But I can teach him some things that are going to last. And then I also know that the things that I have taught him that do last will be a legacy he can give to his kids and grandkids, unlike the technological know-how I have or lots of other things. So I can leave really the only lasting legacy one human being can leave to another in teaching my child the Word of God. What are the promises of Scripture regarding this kind of parental sacrifice for the sake of their children? You have a promise in the really uh, simple verse that you get in Luther's Table of Duties in the small catechism that fathers should bring their children up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. You also have really your, your really fantastic education book of all scripture, if you want to think of it that way, is the book of Proverbs, where the father is explaining to his son what to hold on to and what to avoid as he sets off in life and is looking for a good woman to marry. You have in those specific examples from Ephesians 6 and from the entirety of the book of Proverbs, but especially about the first nine chapters, many encouragements concerning what this is for, that education is not just a matter of getting a certain kind of a job. It's a matter of directing your whole life, your whole mind and heart and soul and strength toward the Lord, toward his will, toward the knowledge of his word, toward the fear of him, which is the beginning or you could even say the initiation point of wisdom, and that that wisdom is something that in giving your child a Lutheran education, you are giving your child for his whole life. You're not just teaching him about how to get a good job or how to do certain kinds of math. You're teaching him about what he needs to know for life, and you have centered all of that on the only thing that lasts forever, that endures, that remains in eternity, and that's the word of the Lord. What do you say to the parent who says, you know, I just want my kids to do better than I did and to be better off than their mother and I are, go to a good college and have a uh, best school possible and have a great career? What would you say to a parent who says, those are really my priorities? Yeah, those are fine as goals. Those are not fine for a Christian as absolute priorities. For a Christian, your absolute priority is always that your children would know the Lord God and know him, especially in his grace and his mercy in Jesus Christ, and that they would know those things on their deathbed. And I think the deathbed is a good place to help you with your priorities. It forces you to stop and think, if I'm on my deathbed or I get diagnosed with terminal cancer in two months, what will I care about? And I guarantee you that you won't care that you went to Stanford (laughs) or that you're making this much more money than your dad did at the same age or that your kid is making this much more money in his first job than you did adjusted for inflation. You will care about eternal things when you are looking eternity in the face. So your deathbed, your grave is always a good place to start from for figuring out your life priorities. And if I begin from the deathbed of the font in baptism, then it's easy for me to figure out my priorities. My child was joined to the death of Christ by baptism that he might share in a resurrection like his. So whatever other priorities I have for him, 
<laughs> I want him to speak, read, and write good English, for example. Okay. Whatever other priorities I have for him, I want him above all things to share with Christ in a resurrection like his. Nothing else is going to matter. And I don't get to see him again because he had a better job than I did. I will see him again someday, God willing, because I am sharing with him in Christ's resurrection. So that's going to be my top priority, regardless of what the other priorities I might have that could be okay. That has to be tops. Dr. Adam Kuntz is associate pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Denver. He's author of a column for the Lutheran Witness titled, A Sacrifice for Our Children. Dr. Kuntz, thank you. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. Tuesday on Issues Etc., we'll have pastors Brian Wolfmiller and Brian Ketchelmeyer respond to your unanswered Bible questions. You can submit your questions via email, talkback at issuesetc.org, via Facebook, facebook.com slash issuesetc, through Twitter, at issuesetc, or the Issues Etc. comment line, 618-223-8382. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for listening. Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is vital for the continuation and expansion of this worldwide outreach. Our mailing address, Issues Etc., P.O. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. You can also donate at our website, issuesetc.org. Issues Etc., is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio.